Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Pest Services Studio. Time for Middays with Marcus Mabin on 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Marcus Mabin and Steve Rummage. Welcome back. Welcome back to Middays with Marcus Mabin here on 93.9 The Ville. Us, you know, Marcus Mabin, we said yesterday, as you've known, he is down in Asheville. They had a funeral for his grandmother. Uh, He's enjoying time with the family. So I told him, I said, hey, man. Like he wrote me, I was like, "Look, take take all the time you need, man." He never takes off. I go on vacations all the time, uh, so I was like, "You know what, man? Enjoy yourself. If you're having a good time, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, I, I don't know how much I can give away, but I mean, you know, Jalen took care of his room, so he's not paying for his hotel. <laughs> so it's like, okay, uh, it's like, man, so stay, enjoy time with your family, man. He." He never kind of takes off and takes time for himself. So um, I think the plan is for him to be back tomorrow. Uh, so if you hate me, um, he, I think he'll be back tomorrow. If not, he'll definitely be back Monday. Um, but knowing him, he'll probably uh, be around tomorrow. Um, but welcome in. James is with us for the first hour. Uh, as Nick told us at the end of the show yesterday, which we replied, um, you know, thank God. Everybody was excited. The text line was excited. Um, we're going to get into a few things today. Before we do, I have to ask James a quick question. But uh, we're going to get into a few things. John Shire had some comments yesterday that uh, I've been talking about as recent. And I want to get into that conversation because it's going to kind of couple with some Trenton Flowers news, not news. I don't know. We can we can read it and see see, see what you think. Uh, at 11.30, we're going to have Gilbert Corsi on. Gilbert Corsi of uh, WDRB. They are starting up. Well, I think it's already been started, but they're doing Derby City Wrestling. Uh, and as you know on this show, we love 
some wrestling, and it uh, looks like it's going to be a pretty big deal. So uh, we're going to get him on. He is actually going to uh, be talking all things Derby City Wrestling and says he's going to announce another one of the big stars who's going to join them for their TV launch. So uh, I'm excited about that. I didn't know he was doing that. I just found that out this morning. So I'm looking forward to that being a big-time uh, fan myself. Before we get started, James, I have to ask you. There was a text on the text line at 8-12 that says the following. Does Blankenbaker bend over and smell his own farts? <laughs> now, usually I always listen to you guys, and I always listen in the morning because I usually I get up about six thirty, just kind of get my day going. I, I always joke about I have uh, my time with Diener in the shower, where I start Diener on, and I take my shower, and I'm enjoying myself, and I'm like, okay. Um, but that this morning. A little busy, didn't have time to really listen. What in God's name were y'all talking about that would prompt someone to ask if Blankenbaker bends over and smells his own farts? <laughs> yeah, um, we were talking about the water, and that's how it all got started, but I don't know how we got down that rabbit hole. <laughs> he doesn't want to drink the water, he doesn't want to do a lot of okay. stuff, and we, we, we morphed into that some kind of way. <laughs> Okay, like I was wondering because I mean, yeah, and I get the water situation and stuff. So I'm like, okay, all right, fair enough. But yeah, I was, I was like, what did I miss? <laughs> it was just a, such an odd text to uh, to walk into. Uh, wow. Also, I uh, want to talk a little bit about Rick Patino at some point today. Uh, it's gonna break my heart. Like I, you guys know, I I. I think Kenny Payne is going to work and and we'll see and whether you agree with that or disagree with that um but it uh it's still going to break my heart it's going to break my heart when I watch Rick for the first time coach B kind of come back out into power five power six I guess I mean we, we all count that uh Texas says they talked about the water <laughs> they're talking about the water okay uh, so yeah, another thing I want to get to today, and this will be the last thing on kind of the, I guess we call it the quote unquote sheet of lies or whatever, uh, is going to be, uh, if the tournament ended today, what would the ACC tournament look like? I mean, look, okay. I don't think we're going to win the ACC tournament. Spoiler, <laughs> make a joke there. Um, but I like to look like, Hey man. Yeah. Right. Texas says, yeah, James is back. We got James for the first hour, so the first hour should at least go very smoothly. We know, that. like I'm very, I'm very comfortable right now. I'm Hopefully. not, yeah, I'm not worried about anything right now. Well, if, but the difference is, James, if something goes wrong in this first hour, it's just because something went wrong. Right. We can't stop that. With Nick, sometimes everything could be fine, and things still go wrong. You know, so uh, 8150 uh You guys know how I do it. I like to I like to try to get to my goal is to always get to at least 80, 85 percent of the text. If I can, uh, phone lines open. Take your calls as we get into some of these uh, conversations uh, real quick. Let me just say this, though, just just so people know, uh, I saw uh, ACC men's basketball tweeted this out. Not that anybody probably is too worried about our path to the ACC championship game, <laughs> but 
Right now, we are the uh, coming in at 15. 15. Uh, we can. Um, we might be able to move up, though. I mean, if we beat, you know, if we beat Georgia, Texas, we can maybe get to, get to 14. Something get crazy. I don't know. Uh, right now, it actually has us playing Boston College, who busted Virginia. Like, did anybody see that? Boston College just busted Virginia last night. It's like, where did that come from? Um, yeah, that's funny, Texter. I'm going to get to that. Uh, but it has us playing Boston College, and we would, uh, in, in the day of shame, and then we would move on to play North Carolina. So if that interests you, if we beat North Carolina, we would have a <laughs> – Somebody, somebody wants somebody wants to lose my mind, or, or, or somebody's losing their minds right now that I'm actually even going through this. If we were to beat Boston College in North Carolina, just hear me out. We'd play Pitt. Now, hear me out again. If we were to beat Pitt and make it to the semifinals of the ACC tournament, we'd play Duke or Virginia. And then we would, once we, obviously at that point, blew them out, we would play uh, Miami. Somebody like that in the championship game. So anyways, there's, uh, <laughs> there's thank you for the clap, James. I appreciate that. Uh, you guys don't smell your own farts. Weird. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Texture says, Rummage, my family is going to Disney in December as a frequent visitor. What is the best way to travel there and back? Man, I'm telling you, I, I fly if you can. If you can fly fly be comfortable doing a spirit type airlines if you're just going to orlando do not do allegiant they're gonna fly you to sanford it's gonna be terrible you're gonna be an hour or so away from disney um but if you can do spirit i'm telling you it's reliable to orlando i don't know if it's reliable anywhere else but it's reliable to orlando so do that. And if you got to drive, I mean, it's not the worst. Drive a little south of Atlanta. Plan on stopping. Stay the night. You know, all that good stuff. Uh, will James drop an F-bomb in honor of Nick? It's a good point. Good. Uh, so you're saying one and done in the ACC tournament. <laughs> yes. That was it. The season ended today. We still actually have three more games. So we could uh, we could work our way up. In the day of shame. So it's not, you know, I'm just saying. Let's just let's keep all our options open there. I mean, the next three games we're playing for day of shame seating. Look at it like that, right? Is that the worst thing I've ever said on the air? Okay, let's get into it. Um, what I want to start off with today is actually John Shire, of all people. Uh, and I know you probably say, excuse me, you know, John Shire? What, what are we doing here? Um, well, John Shire had some quotes yesterday, and I've been saying there's there's a point I've been trying to make on this show um, as of recent with going forward. And some things happened yesterday that I think kind of reminded people um, exactly what was going on and, and why this is important. Something uh, – well, let me just read the John Shire quote really quick. Yesterday – uh, John Shire said uh, he was talking to the media. Coach Duke, Duke or Duke coach John Shire says going forward, he doesn't think the Blue Devils 
will recruit as many freshmen. Probably a good idea. This is uh, actually this is Dick Weiss uh, says probably a good idea since a plethora of one and dones aren't always going to be uh, aren't always the answer for teams trying to win a national title. Now here's my thing. I've said on this show for a while. I think going forward, the transfer portal is going to become the the recruiting. Like that's going to be recruiting now because for one, you're you're getting more seasoned players. I mean, you you you've watched it this year. I mean, the proof is with a, a team like Duke. I mean, Duke has the number one class in the country. They they have the number one player in the country. They have a top, another top five player in the country. They have another top 15 player in the country. All these guys start for them. I mean, they have the best class in America. They're an average team. They're a sixth seed in the conference. I mean, they're, they're not great. Whereas you flip it and you look at some of the top teams, and they're teams that if they've built, they've, you know, they've built through – with recruiting out of high school, yes, but with more of the mid-tier guys and in the transfer portal. That, to me, is where you're going to start winning games. And like I said, 81-50, if you want to jump in on this conversation. Because there's a couple layers to this conversation. So for me, that is where recruiting is going to go. Transfer portal rankings are going to be more important than high school recruiting rankings. Transfer portal uh, timelines and signing days or whatever we want to call them. I know they don't really sign, but are going to become, in my opinion, more important than the high school. Another case in point. I think people yesterday were reminded of something. Yesterday, there was a full-out blitz about Bronny James. Did you notice? Did anybody else notice that? Like, it was like yesterday was the day ESPN was like, time to time to hype up Bronny James. Like, that, that's what we're going to do. And I got nothing against Bronny James. Like, the kid's gotten a lot better. But it was just, it felt a little coordinated yesterday. It was like, okay, today is Bronny James Day. But Bronny James showed up in the top 10 of the 2024 draft. Bronny James is a 2024 kid. I think some people were reminded that that's going to start to become a thing again. Where you're going to start to see some of these kids that don't go to, to college. Now, I will say, I don't think it will be as... I, I don't... <laughs> yes, and we'll talk about that. Uh, text line... I don't think it will be as much as before where it got so out of hand before you had, I mean, 10, 12 of the top 20 were going straight to the NBA for multiple reasons. Um, you're going to have NIL now in college that you can offer kids money to, you know, to play. You can give re- kids reason to play in college. Um the other thing, too, is I think the NBA has learned. The NBA is a little different. See, there was a stretch there where I think the NBA was just as guilty as the kids coming out of high school because the NBA was like, hey, we're, we're taking all these kids. And, I mean, you've got kids that for every LeBron James, there was a Nadui Eby. I mean, he was the number three player in the country, went straight to the league, you never heard from him again. He was gone. That was it. 
I don't even know what the kid's doing now. Like, I mean, he was he was done. Um, and he was like number three behind LeBron and somebody else coming out of high school. So for all those kids, I mean, Louisville was bit by it multiple times. I mean, Amir Johnson ended up doing fairly well for himself. But James Lang, I mean, nothing came out of that. Jeremy Tyler, nothing really came out of that. I mean, you can, you can, Dante Smith, I mean, he ended up going to the league and he had a, a, not a bad career, but I mean, you know, I mean, there, there were so many guys, Sebastian Telfair, that Louisville, it felt like Louisville just kept getting bit early with guys going to the league. So I don't think it will be that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Bronny's at 23. I'm sorry. I said Bronny was, a, I got my years mixed up. Bronny is a 2023 kid. Um, uh, but still, my point was in uh, 24. I meant the 24 draft. Sorry about that. Got my ears mixed up. But point is, starting in the next year or so in those classes, those kids will start to go to the league. Okay? So the point still stands with with that. Um, now, I think what John Shire's saying there is you're going to start to run into – a situation where, listen, if there's a high school – I mean, look at the draft this year. The first two players in the, in the draft are going to be Wimignana and probably Scoot Henderson. I mean, that, that that's G League and overseas kid. Brandon Miller, I mean, he went off, went crazy last night. Uh, I mean, you know, you'll have that. Uh, you're going to have a couple kids, young kids. I mean, uh, but I think a kid like him would have went to college anyways. So, you know, I mean, I think I think some of those kids, I think that all equals out. But again, for for coaches now, I think to start saying, hey, man, this thing's changing. It's changing how you're going to have to start looking at players. Story kind of come out yesterday, and I don't know the total validity of it. I mean, but I, I was reading um, – Story come out yesterday about Trenton Flowers, okay? Um, The story comes from an article, and the article is basketballinsiders.com, David Evans. No idea, okay? So I'm I'm just reminding you. Story says Louisville Cardinals poised to land top forward Trenton Flowers. Now, I don't know the total validity of this story, so I'm, I'm saying that over and over again because I just don't know this guy, okay? I, I, I don't know this. Um, I do think Louisville's in a good position with Trent Flowers. I, I don't know if they're the favorite. I don't know. This guy seems to think they are. Um, but the article, I mean, you can pretty much go read it yourself. I mean, the, the it says what it says. I mean, he talked to Trent Flowers. Um, he says Trent Flowers said it was a great visit. Flowers said of his visit to Louisville, it was great being down there with Coach Nolan, Josh, Kenny Payne. The fans showed a lot of love. Uh, he enjoyed himself at Louisville Live. I mean, you know, everything you would everything you would say there. Now, Trent Flowers is a kid. I mean, he's ranked top 15 in the country. 2024 kid. If you land that kid, it's fantastic. I mean, you know, you're going to be excited. You want it. Um, but I think the goal in recruiting now is going to be try to secure a commitment from a kid like that. One, two tops, and then go to the portal. I mean, I mean, d- d- does that make sense? Like, like I really think that recruiting classes going forward. And, and listen, and I'm, and I'm saying this like 
as it pertains to Louisville. Um, because last year we weren't good in the portal. I mean, we weren't. I mean, now I think some of that was the IARP. I don't think all of it was the IARP uh, because I think some of your kids, um, I think some of your kids that are like your Tyrese Hunters and stuff, I don't think they were worried about that. I don't think a kid like Tyrese Hunter was like, well, I'm not going because they're not playing in the tournament. I, I just, I, I don't, I don't think that bothers them. I think some of your mid-tier, your grad guys are probably the ones that it would have said, you know, it, it cut you off from getting those middle guys because they 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 want to play in the tournament. Uh, real quick, let me let me get it. Yeah, twenty two says um, that article is a catfish article. Well, uh, listen, Trent Flowers is. I mean, there's nothing in the article that's that's false though. I mean, like other than I, that kid saying. Louisville's a leader, or, or that Louisville's the leader. I don't know that Louisville's the leader, but, I mean, the story's just full of quotes from, I mean, it, that's probably just taken from other places, okay? And, yes, Louisville is in a really strong position with Trenton Flowers. Like, whether you like Kenny Payne or you don't, I mean, they are. I don't know if they'll get him. I mean, but they're in a really strong position. They're going to be one of the final two, three in, in the thing. So, um, but... I think that's where you're going to start to go. And with Louisville last year, that's why I think this coming up couple months is so big. April, I'm sorry, March, April, probably to about mid-May are going to be massive for Kenny Payne and for Louisville moving forward, moving into next season. Because listen, let me say this. We're hearing a lot of names. You hear names like Scott Clark. You hear names like the Churchill kids. You hear all these other names. These kids aren't even playing right now for a college. So I'm okay to expect in that time frame I just laid out, I should have some additions. Especially if the names that are being floated the most are names that – aren't playing college ball right now. I mean, so I should. Now, again, I'm not saying, hey, the season's over, boom, you had this guy, you had this guy, you had this guy. Uh, but I'm saying that that portion, after the conference tournaments, going in, you're going to you're gonna have a couple waves. You know, after the conference tournaments, a lot of seasons are going to end, so people are going to be portal guys. After the NCAA tournament, you know, obviously every season has ended. There's going to be portal guys. It's going to be very important, I think, for Kenny Payne and Louisville, not only just for next year's team, which is obviously right now is probably the most important thing for him because you, you have to be good next year, but building trust in the Louisville fan base that you're going to be good in the portal. That's what I think is the most important about that whole thing because I think that's where college basketball is going. Uh, Texture says, totally agree going forward about the portal. Uh, they say our show is much better without Nick. Interesting. <laughs> Virginia ruined my seven-leg parlay. Okay, well, I'm sorry about that. Uh, maybe we get DJ in the portal down the road. Nah, he'll probably go to the league, I would imagine. A portal is a huge gamble, though. If you whiff, you end up like this year. I don't disagree, 
some would argue the college is the same way. Um, or, or I'm sorry, high school recruiting could be the same way. I mean, if you whiff, you know, if you whiff on a class there. I mean, to me, I think the portal you get, and this is why I think you're going to start to get a little more. And some people may like this. Some people, it may scare people. I don't know, you know, however you feel about the coaches. I think coaches are going to be highlighted a little more because I think you get a more, you have a more true guaranteed thing with the portal, in my opinion. Like when you go back and you look at recruiting, I mean, it's all the time. You'll see a kid that's either ranked really high, that's not as good as everybody thought, or a kid that was ranked in the 60s, 70s, it ends up being a, a one, two, and done, you know, that you wouldn't have thought of. Um, whereas the portal, I think you pretty much know. I mean, when they when you go back and you look, I saw a few sites recently, they re-ranked the portal. Um, and it's not much different than what it looked before. I mean, like, you may have shifted a couple of the names around, and, like, the kid from Xavier, nobody really had him. Uh, and now the point guard from Xavier, now he's tearing it up. So that's kind of, you know, he's showing up there. So, I mean, you're going to have those. But I think you get a more true reading in the portal to that texter. Uh, texter says, what scares me is if KP gets good portal kids, uh, dude still doesn't know how to coach. Well, I, I disagree with that. Like that, okay, I mean, but that's just you saying, well, I just don't think he can coach, period. So it don't matter who he gets. I don't care. He's not good. Okay, well, then. There's no, there's nothing, there's no conversation me and you can have because there's nothing I can say. You're just going to say, well, I don't care who he gets. He's terrible. Okay. Well, then, all right. That's kind of the end of that conversation. Then, I mean, you know, I think you, you're going to, why would you not want him to get a strong portal? Because that way I want him to have, I want him to have the best team he could possibly have. I want him to have the best team he could possibly have. Because then if you go out there next year and you're not good with the best team you could possibly go out and get, then we know for without a shadow of a doubt we know. Okay, it's time to move on. You're not going to get a roster. I mean, that roster is as good as you can get. I mean, or, or even if it's not as good as you can get. Like, if I'm, if I'm running out there with Scott Clark and Churchill and you bring back J.J. and Mike or, or L. Or, or, you know, Huntley Hatfield, you bring in Caleb Glenn, you bring in – uh, uh, Curtis Williams, Karan Davis, you go get a couple other guys that I think you know could could be a part of the team next year. And we're like, man, we got a good squad. And, and you win 12 games, 15 games, and we're like, okay, then okay, I know. Without a shadow of a doubt, I know. You're not, you just, you're not, you're not going to be able to do it. Uh, do you think our Adidas affiliation will hamper us going forward? While Nike schools are using Nike money, I think most kids. To say choose Nike endorsement over Adidas. Yeah, I agree 100%. I think on the basketball side, but I mean, that's a whole other conversation for another day. But I mean, you know how I feel on that. Where is uh, BHH on that list? I think he ended up like in the 20s. And I mean, do you think he's been a top 25 transfer? I I don't know that he has. I mean, um, who do you think KP will keep from this team? Well, I mean, and and again, that's kind of a... we, I mean, we can say that now, but I think that's kind of another conversation too. Uh, but I, I just think that there's more importance for Kenny Payne in this. And, and John Shire kind of coming out and saying it. And I think other coaches are going to – that's why I'm not going to be shocked if Calipari coaches next year and gets on out of the game. 
I will not be shocked at all if he coaches next year and gets on out of here. Like, to me, because those kids, you know, some of those kids, I mean, another year or two, that majority of his class probably won't even be in college. And I don't know that he wants to do the the transfer game. Um, you guys love for BHH is baffling me. All due respect, he's given us nothing. Who? I, I swear to God, James. I, sometimes I'm like, there, there's no way people listen. There's no way you were listening. There's there's no possible way <laughs> you listen to the show and think our love. <laughs> we have destroyed Brandon Holly Hatfield on this show. There's no possible way you listen to the show. There's no way. It's the first day you've ever listened. It's the only explanation. It's absolutely the only explanation. Um, sorry, that threw me off. I'm like, even Dude. though you mentioned him today, it was only I don't think he was a top twenty-five. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I just said a he minute ago. Be, yeah, but... I'm like, they had him in the top twenty-five. I think transfers. I think they were totally wrong. You think he's been a top twenty-five? Top twenty-five transfer? No. <laughs> um, golly. But anyways, yes. That my whole point in saying that is just. It's kind of a John Madden statement. Uh, sorry, that that I'll, let me tell you why that irritated me because like I'm okay like if you're mad whatever, like, but like yesterday for instance I retweeted this okay and I said this quote from John Shire and I was like I think this is where it's headed. Now remember, here's what the, the thing's saying: getting guys in the transfer portal is going to be the way to go. Some dude on Twitter comments underneath and is like, oh, another excuse if he misses in the portal. I'm like, wait a minute, dude. That doesn't like I didn't even respond back because I'm like, that does that doesn't even make sense to what the thing was saying. That would be now if you had said another excuse for him missing high school guys, okay, at least that would make sense. But like what you're saying, I'm like. That type of comment gives people fuel when they want to say, well, some people just have blind hatred of Kenny Payne and it don't matter what he does. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, dude. Like, they don't even, you're just, you're just, like, that didn't make sense at all. Uh, I think KP, I think if KP gets it rolling, his ideal five-man class would be two top 25 high school players and three portal guys. Well, and not just him. I think that's going to be the norm. Think you're gonna have to try to fight for one top fifteen, top twenty guy out of high school, another top twenty to thirty-five guy, and then go to the portal. I mean, that that's just what I think you're gonna I think that's gonna be moving forward. So that's why for me, I mean, if you want if you I mean, let I'll even give you an argument. If you want to say I'm 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 trying to carry water for KP or something, then say I'm trying to take emphasis off of the high school recruiting going forward, like telling you I wouldn't worry as much about that as I would the portal. And that's exactly what I am saying. Like, and and that's why I brought up Trenton Flowers. Like, I want Trenton Flowers. I want Carter Bryant. I want Carter Knox. I want those guys in 24. And I think you need to land some of those guys. Truth is, going forward, some of those guys are going to go straight to the league. So you're going to get guys sometimes 
that it's not a guarantee that they're coming to college anymore. So I want those guys, but what I'm saying is I'm more looking at the next couple months. I want to see Kenny Payne make me believe and trust he's good in the portal. because uh, And overseas, that's why I'm going to give him credit for Okorafor. If he did, if he does land a guy like Churchill, uh, do you know who I'm referring to when I say Churchill? The, okay, he's the other kid from uh, NBA Africa. Oh, yeah, that people yeah, yeah, have yeah. thrown out that you, I, that we've we've seen the name, um, and and I think that uh, I think Louisville can get him. I think Louisville's probably one of the top guys to get him. So if 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 you start to say, I say, okay, I'm going to give you credit for dipping into that area, you know, international waters and stuff, because I think you're going to have to do that. Some uh, says agreed. Guys like Cal, Izzo, Barnes will be done coaching. They don't want to deal with the portal. I I, I think it will shift some some guys out of college basketball you did tell us in october bhh the lottery pick. i i mean listen brandon huntley hatfield would have been a top five recruit in the country had he come out of high school this year and not upgraded or not uh reclassed so yeah i mean i thought he would i've, I've been disappointed actually clemson's probably the most i mean now brandon still will sleepwalk to 10 and 5 or something you're like you didn't do nothing I didn't, <laughs> 10 and 5 but um, I, I'm saying I would take him back though I would take him back I think he's upside he's young guy I'd take him back but I mean yeah he has a lot to prove uh, let's see Ron will have us in the first expanded playoff well, I'm I'm here for that um Says if KP wins 15 games next season, he's got to go. I love him, but I believe he's and I believe he's going to get this rolling. So positive guys today. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, I absolutely, absolutely agree. Uh, this text says this means that these high school all Americans are going to be recruited by more schools who previously never had a shot. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a fair point. I would agree with that. I mean, I think you you'll get a little more spread out there. Uh, because if you're a high school guy, I mean, I, I think you're going to see more colleges waiting for the portal, like waiting to see who gets in the portal, setting back saying, hey, I'm not going to load up here. I mean, look, I've got Curtis Williams and Caleb Glenn. Went and got Cron Davis, got Okorafor, kind of counting him as recruit because the way Nolan said like he was a 20 or he was going to be a 23 kid but they just kind of took him just because like that's eh, extra um yeah I want to wait on the portal I want I want, I want to go in there and, and get some guys I mean you know, I, because I think I think you there's a good shot and there's been so many big names over the last couple years going to the portal that, that that's another thing is the portal has gotten so big that I mean some of your biggest names in college basketball are going into the portal so it's not it's not uh just a bunch of bench guys you know like I think when it started I think a lot of us thought it would just be that like you know well you know you're gonna get bench guys guys that are unhappy with playing time well, that's not always the case. I mean, you're you're getting dudes. I mean, with with coaching changes, with different stuff. I mean, you're getting some of the top guys in the country are are going into the portal. Uh, says KP better win a whole lot more than 15 games next year. 
<laughs> well, I mean, I think everybody believes that. Yeah. <laughs> I would hope. Yeah. I mean, if you go win big in the portal, I would expect you to win big on the court. Um, last text here, and then we'll get ready and keep James on schedule and, uh, and go to break there. Uh, let's see. He says Hurd needs to take next year. Watch what experience coach can do well in the portal Enter. View the pool of coaches, and then we turn this all around. Well, let's see again. Then you're just like I, I can't. I can't converse with anybody. It's just like, well, I don't care about next year. And you will. You will. That that's the other thing, James. They will. You go load up in the portal. Every one of y'all saying, I don't even care about next year. It, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You'll be excited in three months if he goes and loads up in the portal. You just will. Like. It's just how it works. And will he fail? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe he does. I don't think he will. But if he does, then he does. That's something I've always said. Like, people yell at me about Kenny Payne. I'm like, okay, if he fails, fire him. Hire the next guy. <laughs> what I'm saying, like, I'm going to support the next guy, too. It's not Kenny Payne-centric for me. I mean, I, I like him, but I'm, whoever the Louisville coach is, I'm going to support him. Like, I, I don't really care. Uh, all right, let's do this. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll keep taking uh, text. Uh, 8150939 to be the phone line. Uh, let's let's savor our time with James while we have him. Enjoy this smooth running show. And uh, we'll do it all when we come back on 93.9 DeVille. to Middays with Marcus Maben, broadcasting live from the OPC Pest Services studio on 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Steve Rummage. Welcome back. Welcome back to Middays with Marcus Maben. Steve Rummage here. James sitting in with me. Uh, Nikki V will be here for the second hour. Um, so, like I said, you notice how everything just smoothly went to commercial, come back. Even though I did find it funny, James played the white group. Like, yeah, it's like, I was like, hey, James, something with a beat. <laughs> he was like, okay, I've got House of Pain or Eminem. <laughs> I just clicked a song. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, James is not white, so that's why it's funny, okay? It's like, <laughs> James is like, yeah, no, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> we, we get away more over here. It's, it's ridiculous. Um but it wasn't country, so. <laughs> it wasn't country. So fair enough. <laughs> Made me feel good. <laughs> says, uh, Texture says, we've been, talking, we've been talking a little bit, if you're just tuning in, just talking a little bit about the portal and just where I think the months, um, especially of March, April, and maybe a, a week or two into May, are just so important. Um, sorry. Yes, Nick. Of course I want a Diet Coke from McDonald's. Why would he write me that? He's like, I'm on the way. Do you want a Diet Coke from McDonald's? Yeah, Nick. I'm like, yes, I want a Diet Coke from McDonald's. Uh, yeah, no, you're good, James. Just um, just talking about, you know, uh, just how important I think. Because I do agree with people where it's like, I, I think I've heard Drew and Blankenbaker and them talk about it too. I do think you need some some news like, I, I can't be sitting here mid-May and we're like, no, they're coming. They're coming. Like, well, no. And, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm a believer in Kenny Payne. I think he's going to do fine. I, I, I really do. Like, that's not just lip service. I think he's going to get it rolling. I really do. Um, 
But if I'm sitting here like mid-May and it's like, well, the players are coming. I'm, I don't think they are. I'm, I'm going to start turning into that guy. Like, no, nah, I, don't, I don't think they are coming. I mean, because I, I kind of thought the last year they were. So I, I do need some news in that March, April, first couple weeks of May. I will say May 15th. I mean, even though I don't know uh, if May 15th. It's, uh, James, do you want anything from McDonald's? You need a no, drink? Good. You good? I am good. Nikki V was asking. Yeah, I'm good. I'm All right. Good. <laughs> He's good. He's good, Nick. I don't know if you're listening, but he's good. Gonna eat wings on later. Oh, he's eating wings on later. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm eating wings on later too. Yeah, we'll I'll talk about that later. <laughs> Only chicken from McDonald's. Like, <laughs> hey, my bad. Uh, Texas says I'm desperate for KP to bust it wide open in recruiting, but the Karan Davis commit did baffle me. Hope he proves me wrong. Well, here's my thing about the Karan Davis thing, and I said this from the beginning. I think Cron Davis has some tools. Like, I like him if he's a depth piece. that Understand what I'm saying? Like, when I said that immediately, I was like, I like the kid. Like, some people got mad at me, and I'm like, well, hang on now. Like, I'm not saying I like the kid. It's like, this is my starting guard next year. I'm like, if he's a depth piece, six foot eight kid, he's averaging 28 a clip. I mean, I know he's playing Juco. I don't know if he's playing. I mean, Juco's decent players, even if he's in a crap league. Um, Nick said he's getting you an apple pie, whether you want it or not. So, James said, okay. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> tell him he's going to get it and he's going to like it with cuss words. So, um, yeah, but I mean, as a depth piece, give, give me a guy like Cron Davis all day long. But I understand what you're saying, Texter. I just think it's where is he uh, good. Texter says, thank you, Rummage. Whoever is the coach is is go blanking cards. Yeah, I, that's I'm just psycho like that. I uh, really wish we could drop the Rick love. No, no, love Rick. Not doing it. Um, a lot of text. Sorry. I'm just, I'm trying to get to all of them. Uh, all I'm saying is KPS to go from winning four games to winning at least 20. Well, I'm not putting a number on it like that. Like, I, I mean, it's going to be the how the product looks, too. I mean, like, let, let's, I mean, because, okay, what if he wins 19? I mean, you know, that's why I don't like to put a number on it. If you're like, well, he's got to win 20. Okay, well, what if he wins 19? If I, like, you know, I don't know. Like, I just think it's hard to put a number on it. Uh, strange, I always thought James Strebel was white. No, well, James Strebel is. He's <laughs> very. Somebody sent a text and somebody has a license. Oh, that's very unfortunate license plate. I'm sorry about that. Whoever got that. That is, uh, that's terrible. So, uh, he's in Cincinnati now. It's <laughs> very unfortunate. <laughs> Anyways, though, um, we'll get to that, but we are moving into that conversation. Look, I, I'm ready to watch on Saturday with Georgia Tech because I think that's a game they can win. I mean, I'm not afraid. I don't think we shouldn't be afraid to say that. <laughs> like, you beat Georgia Tech before, you can beat them again. Okay. They're not world beaters. Virginia Tech. The last home game, I know it's a 9 o'clock game, but I think some people will get out, especially if you were to win against Georgia Tech. I think people will get out and they will support, you know, and just say, okay, this is the last game for this team. Let's rally around them and and, and just let them, you know, support them. Because it did, it did hurt my heart a little bit how L. Ellis, I think it was L. Ellis and somebody else, um, and I don't know if anybody else caught this, but they were talking and they were like, man, like that Clemson game, they're like, man, it was crazy to finally see what the the Yum Center was, you know, what the Yum Center was about. And I'm like, 
I mean, that was like the best crowd this year, but I mean, like we've had way better crowds than like, it, it kind of hurt my heart, man. I was like, oh, baby, we've had so many better. Like, that's what they, they think. Like, that's the Yum Center. Like, they're like, oh, and they were pumped. They were legitimately like, man, it felt good to finally feel the Yum Center rocking. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, man. Oh, it's so much better than that. Like, yeah. Like, and don't get me wrong. Clemson crowd was fantastic. I mean, best crowd of the year. I mean, numbers-wise, probably noise-wise, everything, best crowd of the year. But it's like, man, I, it's, it can be so much better. You know, it's like, oh, felt bad for them when they said that. Uh, uh, this Saturday will tell us about KP and how much they have improved. I think we need a win. Um, I think we need a win. I agree with that. I mean, yeah, I, th- I think you, you've done enough recently that tells me you can go beat Georgia Tech. And I don't really want to go over on the road, you know. And and I didn't realize that until I said it the other day. I was like, man, we don't even have a road win, and you're most likely not getting one down in Charlottesville next week, you know, against Virginia. Um, but again, like I said, I mean, these I think a goal should be try to win three of the last five. And what I mean by that is, you you try to beat a Georgia Tech, beat a Virginia Tech. Probably lose to Virginia, go into the day of shame, and try to get one. I mean, I think that's about all they could realistically do. It's probably win one, but I mean, it would give you five games left. You'd win three of those. I mean, like, okay. I mean, you know, I mean, is it a difference? Sure. I mean, you know, it's take you to seven wins on the year. I mean, look, it's not great, but um, I mean, it'd be something. You know, three of the last five would be something. Moving forward, it would be something towards the end of the season. And then if I, you know, if I couple that, because I do think you'll hear pretty quickly after the season, I start, I think you'll start to hear a lot of rumblings about who's leaving, who's staying, kind of, kind of moving things along with this roster. And, And then hopefully you hear fairly quickly again, like I said, I don't think it's wrong to say. Some of the names we've heard, like Sky Clark and Churchill, like they don't play college basketball right now. So you should be able to. I mean, I should have some news, and and I'm giving you a two month window. Like, I should have some news in two months, like from mid March to mid April. I should, I should, I should have landed a few players. Like you know, I, I, I again, I should know who's coming back on my roster. I know Curtis Williams, Caleb Glenn, Cron Davis are coming in. In a two-month period, I I should have heard two or three, four names. Like this, Louisville's not in a situation where they can wait and load their roster up in July, August. And it's not, you know, anybody you add in July and August should be like number twelve and thirteen. Now, e- even if they're better, I'm not saying they've got to be like crappy twelve and thirteen guys. But I'm saying like that should be. I mean, you should have, going into the summer, I mean, you should have pretty much full roster. I mean, if you've got a spot or two left, okay, cool, because late things happen, kids reclass, kids decommit, kids, you know, all that all that different stuff can happen, and you add a kid in August. Like, cool, like, I, I'm okay with that, but I mean, they should be, shouldn't be like landing number 10 in August, you know, like that, or July, Uh Players talking about the Clemson crowd was like people talking about the Wake Forest crowd in Cardinal Stadium. Yeah, I know. That is that's a good point. Like this year it felt like Wake Forest, like, man, that's this best crowd. I mean, that was amazing. It's like, dude, that place has been so much better than that. 
course, we're going to see that again. So I am excited about that. That That is one thing I am. When I talk about Kenny Payne, I'm like, hey, I think he'll be fine. Okay? I think he'll be good. I believe. I really do believe he's going to get it rolling. With Jeff Brom, I don't think. I know. It's going to get rolling. Okay? <laughs> it's going to. It's gonna happen. So, so that that is uh, that is one thing um, that I'm not questioning. Um, anyway, so I, you know, I don't know how people feel about that. Tell me, uh, uh, you can tell me. Uh, we'll do about fifty six. About fifty six. Yeah, sorry. Um, you just have to tell me if you agree, disagree, whatever. I mean, we'll see about that. I just I, I just think that's where I'm at. I think it's where a lot of people are at. We talked about it yesterday. I mean, I think with Josh Hurd kind of putting to rest the question of is he fired, is he not, last week on the air, um, and kind of saying, hey, there's a standard going forward. I think people now have kind of shifted their – okay, I'm not going to just scream out into the wind about him being fired. Um, but now I want to move forward with, okay, well, what's he going to do? So I think a lot of eyes have turned to what's coming. And again, if you missed the beginning of the show, I just I just think that, that what he does over the next couple months of the transfer portal is the biggest thing for me because I just think going forward, that's where you're going to change your teams. That's where you're going to grow your teams. Uh, that's where you're going to – I mean, you know, maybe you'll build a core out of high school – with guys like Caleb, Caleb Glenn, Curtis Williams, guys of that caliber, maybe you do land one Trenton Flowers or one Carter Knox or, or 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 two, you know, of those guys. But I mean, I think your majority impact guys are going to be brought in through the transfer portal or, you know, overseas recruiting. I, I kind of separate overseas recruiting from high school recruiting in the states. Just like I don't view, I don't think you recruit. And core for the same way you recruit a Caleb Glenn. Like it's just it's a different it's a different animal. I mean, those guys are more hey, it's it's okay, he's going here. I mean, it's you saw it with Fred King last year. Fred King had a had a thing with uh Ross McMaines, boom, boom, it's done. Like so I just think it's a little different with how you do it. So, anyways, that's what I'm gonna be paying attention for. Agree, disagree. Tell me I'm an idiot. I know you will. Um or that you agree with me. So Anyways, it's going to be exciting, though. Should be an exciting couple months, if nothing else. Uh, and we're coming up on it. I mean, last week of the season, next week. Conference tournament. I mean, one, two games for Louisville, and then it's going to be full-blown. Let's talk about next year. Move on. Get ready to get some dubs. Hopefully. Uh, we got a lot more to talk about in the second hour. We're going to have Gilbert Corsi coming in to talk about Derby City Wrestling at 11.30. But before that, we're going to get to a few things. We've got uh, quite a bit of talk. Uh, some Rick Pitino talk, too. So we'll see. Uh, all that and more. Nikki V is going to join us. So the show is probably going to hell in a handbasket. 93 on the Ville. Metro College is a program that helps students pay for tuition. And I didn't believe it. You have to work third shift, five days a week. It's a great and rewarding thing when you graduate. I would do it all over again, just like I just did. You know those buddies who magically become medical professionals when you're not at the top of your game? The ones who say, Come on, muscle through it. But then also say, Hey, you should probably see my specialist. Or surgery or pain meds. It's almost always false, false, and false. Athletico's physical therapists, the same therapists who work with professional athletes, can tackle those little aches and pains from the start before they become big ones. So next time, don't believe everything you hear. Instead, start with Athletico. 
Schedule your free assessment at athletico.com.